The Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100 and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the DJ Dance. Our March Madness Bankroll Contest is back. Free to enter in $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got first half under bingo. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Sunday, the thirteenth oh, of March, twelfth. Oh, I've hit the post. Sunday, the twelfth of March, and we are here to have a little look over a weekend of Premier League games that finished about three hours ago. And we're going to have a look at. We've got three competitions this week. There's two Premier League games. For Champions League, we've got some Europa League as well. Um, joining me first up, uh, Mr. Barry Penaluna. Baza, what's happening? Evening, Malcolm. All good here, thanks. How are you? You look very brown, Baz. I mean, not you. I mean, like your outfit. Very sh- various shades of brown. Yeah, it's grey, actually. But uh, oh, was it? What's happened here, Malcolm? Is we've got a light bulb out above me. <laughs> oh, you're um, joking, aren't you? It's, it's playing, havoc the, uh, playing havoc with the, the colour schemes and stuff. Like, uh, we're going to be all right to continue. I think we'll get we'll get by. Excellent, you, might, we'll get uh, by. you might notice I've not used the green screen for a while. That's because <laughs> there's a light bulb out. And also the reason I've got headphones tonight is because when one of the light bulbs goes out, there's there's ten of them in this kitchen, uh, and when one of them goes out, there's a really high pitched squeaking noise that, that it makes as if to say really change one of these light bulbs and I can't oh, because I can't yeah that's fair enough. so if I put my headphones on I can't hear it uh, and hopefully nobody else can hear <laughs> what an incredible story to start the show yeah. Do you, would you like to borrow some of my grill goo do you think that would help uh, no I don't think so no, alright okay um, coming up Baz uh, we've got a guest that's exciting uh, listener um, contributor reader uh, for our Discord channel, Serial. Um, who, if you're in the Discord channel, um, you know is a true soccer DJ. Uh, he's in there all the time. So, and we reckon um, a bit of a Champions League expert as well. So, Serial's uh, going to come on in about 15 minutes once we've whizzed through this weekend's picks. And we are going to whiz through them, Baz, mainly because they were shite. So, what happened was two weeks ago, we started making noises thinking we were quite good at this. And since then, we've been terrible. So that's a bit of a... See, Malcolm, since then, we've been terrible on weekends. My midweek form has been good. All oh, right, OK. Tonight, tonight's the one to listen to, because the last two midweeks, I, I reckon, I've, I've come out ahead. Um, weekend last week was, was crap. Uh, and this week was uh, more of the same. It started off, we said, don't bet the early game. And did we throw all our eggs in the basket? We oh, mate. We had them in goal scorer bets. We had them in all, you know, we both took them to win that game comfortably. Um, and sure enough, we're sitting here at 2.30 on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely devastated. To be uh, fair, well, we weren't the only ones. From... We do enjoy Liverpool not winning, don't we? So as Newcastle yeah. fans, not devastated, but from a podcast and, and betting point of view, um, disappointing. 
Yeah, looking at gambling Twitter, the entire country did the nuts on the early game because the, the book's always putting special offers and stuff on the early game as well. And everyone fell for it. Like everyone just followed each other off a cliff. Um, the game we're talking about is born with one Liverpool nil. Um, I took Liverpool on the handicap. You just took Liverpool to score a million goals or something, class, didn't you? Um, I mean, what a classic Premier League game this was. Liverpool have won 7 0 the week before against Man United. The previously this season be Bournemouth 9-0. Bournemouth was shite. Uh, Bournemouth come in and keep a clean sheet and win 1-0. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. Um, enjoyed watching Liverpool get beat. But, yeah. And it did knock it. It knocked my goal score a bit was Nunes. It knocked my parlay, which involved Liverpool on the handicap. So, yeah, before the three o'clock games even kicked off, everything had gone completely tits up. Um, the Saturday afternoon, Everton won Brentford nil. We both took Brentford bat. Um, in hindsight, there was a couple of picks on this card with a kind of system plays. Tottenham with the other one where we, we did say that if Everton stay up, they're going to win these home games, home games against not the top teams. And they got in front after about 40 seconds and hung on to win 1-0. They actually played okay in the first half, ended up hanging on in the second half, but... This is, this is Everton's MO between now and the end of the season. Win ugly home games to stay I mean, up, I think. You, you mentioned that in another game, probably jump jump ahead a little bit, but um, another game, as as it was going on, was that Man City-Palace game um, where it was nil-nil really late on, wasn't it? And you just thought, that's Palace's MO, isn't it? They'll just yeah. play for that nil-nil over and over and over again. And obviously City break them down. And, and you mentioned on Twitter, um, Palace then start to play. But the, the approach in all of these games is go up with a nil-nil. And it's worked for them, to be fair. They've got a home draw against Liverpool, nil-nil. Um, Newcastle, nil-nil. Um, the Man United game was exactly the same. Man United go one-nil up. Although, you know, not that later on. And then they, they get the draw. They're happy with the draw. Uh, and they seem to think they can just survive on draws, I think, Palace. But uh, yeah, when you talk about the team's MO... Palace played to their MO by just not yeah. coming out, trying to play Man City, try and get that nil-nil, and then so yeah, we've covered that one as well now. <laughs> yeah, so the yeah the next time Everton get a home uh, game against a team like that, then that might have to be the play. Leads to Brighton two. Um, Brighton was my bet; they got in front twice but couldn't hang on. Uh, credit leads for getting involved. Brighton still looked really dangerous, but yeah, that was just a good Premier League game, really. Um, yeah, not an awful lot you could goals. do with that. Um, I, I pivoted yeah. from Brighton to the uh, Brighton team goals, which which paid off on this occasion. So Brighton to score two or more was a similar price, ten to eleven. Uh, one of the few successes in my weekend. I had a winner in the Leicester Chelsea game. Chelsea beat Leicester three one. Uh, Leicester's XG was a bit better actually. They played better than I thought. Um, but yeah, better from Chelsea. Maybe they've turned the corner. That win at Dortmund might have done something for them in the week. Leicester are struggling. Um, so it's really sucked into this relegation zone here. But yeah, they did they did okay again yesterday, but that's a worry. Um, both teams to score no was your bet, Baz. That was toast after about 20 minutes. We lost a lot of bets quite early here, actually, as well. Um, Tottenham 3 Forest 1. This was the other MO game, really, is it? Tottenham were good at home, and Forest are terrible away. Um, and in hindsight, it was kind of obviously I tried to get a bit cute taking the under two and a half because Tottenham had just stopped scoring. But against probably this Nottingham Forest team with one of the few teams I shouldn't have done that. So that was a bad pick, really. Tottenham got 3 0 up. Forest got one back. Forest missed a penalty. 
Um, your pick here, Baz, was Tottenham on the handicap. So that missed penalty got you over the line. Injury yep. time, missed penalty. Happy days. Well, did did, did um, Forrest miss a penalty later on? Forrest missed a penalty in the 92nd I minute. Yeah. I, I did they? Did not know that. See, you take the uh, piss out of me in the week for missing late stuff. <laughs> We're not very good at these late, uh, late <laughs> antics, are we? Um, we probably spent yeah, the last three months giving out false results because we haven't been asked to watch the full-time scores. Um, I thought my bet was over, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> the bet I took on the day was uh, the Spurs goals, um, which came in easy enough. No, uh, yeah, only enough, I'd said, said at the time, my Spurs pick was the one I absolutely hated. Um and a mate of mine had listened to the podcast and I've listened to a few of your things, but I agree with Malcolm. Spurs can fuck off. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I'm not following is Spurs. And I, ironically, I messaged them back later in the day saying, you know, you've, you've followed followed everything apart from the one thing I got right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, stitched everything. And that was without knowing, without knowing that Andre Ayew had missed that penalty. Uh, Palace Hill, Man City won. We just covered it, took uh, Man City on the handicap. This was ugly. Uh, yeah, the weird thing about two weird things here. First, Crystal Palace. Why not try until the eighty-second minute? Because when they did, they looked all right. They went. They made three or four half chances. They went forward, and it's against the Manchester City team. You seen a vulnerable? Have a go at them. You'll create some chances. The second thing, and this from a City point of view, is why does he keep fighting on with the team? Put your best players out. You know, Kevin De Bruyne is sitting on the bench again and they're a shell of a team, an absolute shell of a team. So they got away with it. To be fair, they were by far the better team. They missed chance after chance after chance. However, that's what they did at Forest three weeks ago, came away with a 1-1 and the exact same thing could have happened. And he just doesn't seem to be learning from it. Or I think he knows he's doing it and just wants to be so clever that he refuses to admit it. What he, so, yeah, we're, Man City got a big game coming up this week that we're going to cover. Uh, then we move on to today's action. Uh, Fulham nil, Arsenal three. I took the over three and a half goals, Baz, at two to one. Three nil at half time. I mean, how weak. Someone can give us a break. Mitrovic hit the bar, chance after chance. The second half was wide open and it finishes three nil and I get, I lose me bet. Like, so I was absolutely robbed on that one. Uh, Arsenal were very, very good today. Fulham were atrocious. Just rolled out the red carpet. You took both teams to score, which was unlucky because Fulham probably should have got one. Like I say, hit the bar and stuff. But yeah, good win for Arsenal. Don't know what Fulham were playing at. Um, Manchester United nil, Southampton nil. Uh, a rare winner for me. I took the under. Um, 13 to 10 as well, plus 130. It was a good price. Uh, however, this kind of hinged on Casemiro, our mate, getting sent off in the first half. So the game kind of fizzled out after that. So I got a little bit lucky. Um, and then really, Southampton should have won. Missed a load of good chances. Walcott yeah. had a header straight at the keeper. Walcott had a one-on-one. Uh, James Ward-Prowse hit the bar. Walker-Peters hit the beans on toast late on. Um, so Southampton continued their... Um, Red card on us, Malcolm. Yeah, absolutely. Red card for you. Reckless. And Dangered the opposition. Um, you took Man United on the handicap, so that was toast. Uh, West Ham won, Aston Villa won. Took Villa, we both took Villa. Uh, they got in front through Ollie Watkins, gave away a stupid penalty, um, and then nothing really much happened after that. So I still think it was the right pick. Um, it was a great price, and like I say, they got in front, but couldn't hang on. Um, Watkins has scored in five of his last six games, Baz. Which game did he not score in? 
the one that I gave him out as my goal scorer pick for the week. So well done, Ollie. Thank you very much for that, sir. Uh, excellent. And finally, the game I have been to and enjoyed. I, I wasn't going to have any beers, but I stopped out and had a couple. A beer and a little rum and coke in Castro's after the game. Newcastle 2, Wolves 1. I took you over two and a half. Uh, 11 to 10. Uh, it was a good game. I enjoyed it. Um, Wolves contributed fully. Newcastle played quite well, as they have done uh, for several weeks. And then actually scored some goals today. Uh, Isaac was very good. And we talked about him on the show as someone who could come in and potentially freshen Newcastle up and get amongst the goals. He did that. Um, you took Newcastle team total. Uh, five to six, Baz. Minus 120. So that yeah, was a little winner as well. Bit of a sweat on towards the end, but yeah. I Did you notice, Baz, how many corners there was in that game? Ten. Newcastle had ten corners, yeah. Simmers asked in the pub if he should put the corners bet on because the line was at five. Um, I said yes. Uh, Tiger talked him out of it. Uh, and then I sent the message at half time after I had Newcastle had had a gazillion corners. So, yeah. Yeah, I got in. Um, uh, I, I got in. Uh, in play, but but yeah, it was. Um, I know I noticed they hit ten. I think they were six six by half time or something, weren't they? I knew no Newcastle got. I did notice it every time they get the corners, you, you sort of you prick up a little. Now I think, ah, oh, here we go again. But, uh, but yeah, that was a um, it was a much needed win for Newcastle. Um, I think we probably deserved it. We deserved a little bit of luck getting the deflected goal, the exact same goal that we've conceded against Man City and Man United. We scored that goal. Uh, deflected yeah. eight-yard shot today. Um, but that was a good game. Wolves, Wolves played well. Wolves will be okay. Wolves will be fine. They will definitely stay on my radar between now and the end of the season. The only thing I was disappointed with them was Jimenez up front. Looks absolutely done. Um, I yeah. don't know if it's that head injury he got, but he looks like a broken man. So if they play Cunha or maybe Costa if he comes back or just mix it around, um, uh, Wolves will definitely be getting on my betting radar. Uh Okay, uh, Captain Sano's joined us in the chat. Aye, aye, Captain, how are you doing? Uh, nice to see you as per usual. Okay, I'll do these ad reads and then we're going to get uh, our man Serial on to uh, see if we can help us out. Both three out of ten there this week, Baz. So I lost about three and a half units. I bet you were the same. Not a million miles away. The Arsenal one uh, would have changed my weekend. But uh, we'll put that behind us, Baz, and we'll get into... Um, this midweek, after I've told you about the WinBet, the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, WinBet active in a bunch of states and tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays, aka WinBet's build your own bet feature. March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to win. Getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you'll get a $1,000 free credit. Loads to choose from. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change. Days and seeds at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The March Madness contests are in full swing. The DJ and dance, the bankroll contest is back. Uh, it's free to enter. $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got first half under bingo where you can win an SGPN gift card. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. Okay, so loads of stuff 
uh, to get to this midweek. Uh, three different competitions uh, for us to tackle, and we thought we might be uh, we might need a hand in terms of the heavy lifting, Baz. And we mention Serial most weeks on the show. Serial is never out of the Discord channel, so we thought we'd get him on to show us how it's done. Um, Serial, real name Tarek, but I think we'll go with Serial. Uh, coming to us from Rochester, New York. Uh, Serial, good evening, sir. How are you? Doing all right. How are you guys doing? We are very well. Delighted to have you on. Um, yeah. Tell us, yeah, just give us a little introduction, who you are, where you're from, and why on earth are you betting soccer? Well, uh, I've been actually following soccer a long time. One of my good friends, one of my you know, best friends, uh, actually was a uh, top recruit, top nation uh, soccer player, led the league and led his state. A lot of things, and that kind of got me into it, uh, just to kind of follow along and get in, uh, into what he's into and, and see, you know, the difference in sports. Because me, I always liked football. Uh, it was kind of my first passion there. So same name, different, different, whole different type of game. Uh, definitely was an interesting learn. So that's how I, kind of how I got into soccer. Um, I mean, for the most part, I think it's an, a fun game. It has, like, no commercials. The best part of it for people that are saying it's too boring, I guess commercials every five minutes is, is what you guys like to watch. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a, a wonderful game. It's, it's a fast-moving game in and out in about two hours. Uh, craziness, I think it's probably one of the most uh, anything-can-happen sports. So, awesome. Do you follow, do you follow a team, Serial? Do you have your own – do you support a European team or a, have you got a local team that you follow? Uh, I would say I'm probably a big Byron fan. That's that'd be my 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 go-to team there. But I mean, overall, not really. I, I like a, a lot of players. You know, I can I follow a lot of the different leagues: Italian leagues, uh, French league, Spanish league, English league. So, uh, not really particular to one favorite team, other than other than Byron. No, fair enough. I find the same because I follow all the American sports. I do the MLB show and NFL. But I enjoy not having a team to support. It's one of my favourite things about it. I invest too much in Newcastle United. You've seen how depressed they've made us over the last month. So when I watch American sport, I love not having a dog in the fight. I can have a bet. I can play DFS. I can play fantasy. And I don't really have any of that baggage with me. Like So I think if you go to a sport with fresh eyes like you and don't have a, have a team in there, um, then, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing to do. So, right, the order I'm going to do this tonight, you might whinge, Baz, but I'm going in competition order. So we're going to jump from Wednesday back to Tuesday, uh, then to Wednesday, then to Thursday. You all right with that, Baz? Can you handle that? Do whatever you want. Just tell me what we're talking about and I'll I'll tell you the winners. Captain Insane was in the chat, perpetuating this myth that I'm a New York Mets fan when I'm not a New York Mets fan. When you when you download the app, it makes you press a button on what team to follow before you can get to the next page. And I just pressed the New York Mets. And ever since then, him and Moonaf and all the other idiots keep banging on about that. Um, so we're going to start on Wednesday. Premier League, right, we've got two Premier League games. We're both on Wednesday, both 730 UK time, 2.30 Eastern time kickoffs. And the first one is Brighton against Crystal Palace, where the odds are Brighton are 9 to 17, minus 188. The draw is 3 to 1. Crystal Palace are 5 to 1. Uh, Brighton being in good form, and I think they do look set for a strong finish to the season. 
Um, played at Leeds at the weekend. See, they got in front twice, couldn't hang on, finished off 2-2. They've been back amongst the goals, which we expected. Scored four before against West Ham. Um, this is a bit of a derby match, which is always a weird one. I think we mentioned last time. And they're probably 40 or 50 miles away, but uh, Crystal Palace is kind of the southernmost team in London. And then you head south to the south coast and Brighton's the next place you come to. So there's quite a lot of bad blood here. Um, Crystal Palace are just way, way, way out of form. And as Baz already mentioned in the review, they're not trying to win. It's really, really head-scratching. Like, um, Yeah, hard one to handicap. I think Brighton are too good not to win this game, especially the player. Matoma's in great form. Uh, McAllister's in great form. Um, I actually put a safety net in place here because Palace always keep it close. Again, Baz just mentioned, 1-0 against City at the weekend. They had the 0-0 with Newcastle. They had the 1-1 with Manchester United. Even when they're crap, it, it's almost they're, they seem to be happy to lose 1-0. Um, so I think Brighton are going to give them a going over here. But I've put a safety net in place just because I think Palace might keep it tight. The bet is going to be Brighton minus one on the Asian handicap. So that price is 13 to 14, minus 107. Um, and that will be a push if Brighton only win by one. So if Palace do the usual thing and keep it tight, we'll get our money back if Brighton win by one. But I think Brighton can go on and beat them. Brighton won't change their game at all. And Palace can't keep going along like this. They don't look like scoring. Brighton will get a couple, so yeah. Um, 2-0 or 3-1 for me to Brighton. Uh, Brighton minus one on the Asian handicap is my pick. Uh, Baza, what you got? Um, I, I, th- I think Brighton will win it. 2-2 uh, draw against Leeds at the weekend. Well, it looks to have been a fair result, really. They went through a, a run of games where they were hugely underachieving against their XG, but the last two games have been pretty much bang on it. They scored four last week for an XG of 3.9, and two this week for an XG of 1.9. So they're, they're sort of getting back to where, what you would expect from the chances they're creating. Uh, four wins and five at home for Brighton. Just Fulham beat them 1-0. And I've wrote down Palace aren't interested in winning, which is, is why they don't win. <laughs> They're not. Um, so that, that's the reason why they haven't won in 10 league games now. Um, and in six of those, they've failed to score. Um, the only positive for Palace, and, and it's not, not for your bet as such, is, is they do defend well. They don't concede many. Um only Spurs have managed to score more than one goal against them in the last 10 games. That's a pretty good defensive record there. So although Brighton are getting back in the goals, I'm, I'm taking Palace to keep the score low. Um, not convinced Palace can get on the score sheet. I, I think a 1-0 or a 2-0 Brighton. And the unders at 10-11 to 11 is the pick for me. So Brighton v Palace, under 2.5 at 10-11 to 11 is my okay. pick. Okay. So we can both win, Baz, with a 2-0 Brighton win. Um, Serial, you're on. Now's your big moment. Show us what you got. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you guys kind of hit some of the nails on the head. Do you guys know how many games have finished 1-1 the last seven? Four. four. Palace. Four? I got five. No, Are you talking about four Palace here? Yeah, for Palace and Brighton. Yeah, Ah, right. That's right. Head, Head games. Yep, they had a oh, game. yeah, okay. I'm with you. Five of the last seven have finished 1-1. Because, right. like I say, it is a derby game. And it is a derby You'd be game. stunned yep. how many of those derby games finish 1-1. Every, they just cancel each other out the whole time. So, yeah, that's a great yeah. point. Yep. Uh, yeah, even last match, March uh, scored in the 63rd minutes. Tompkins answered right back 69 minutes. That's how they got the 1-1 last time. Um, do I think it probably happens again? 
I mean, five of the last seven would say most likely, right? Uh, and as you guys touched on before with the with the wins uh, at home, the scoring, who's been scored on, and uh, the defense of Palace, uh, I'm kind of with you on the low scoring. To under two and a half was one of my leans, too. I actually went the opposite way of Malcolm and went Crystal Palace plus one. Uh, it has won and draw in all six of the last games for Crystal Palace. Under two and a half is hit in five of six of the last games for Crystal Palace. So both, I think, you know, minus one, plus one, probably both can win, but uh, I'll take the draw potential to hit that plus one. Yeah, I don't mind that serial. As you say, they do have a lot of draws in there. They drew with Man United, Newcastle. Um, they drew... I mean, this game was only played... The reverse leg was played on the 11th of February, mm-hmm. only four, four weeks ago, uh, and was a 1-1. Um, as you say, Brighton would be favoured now at home. Um, but, but those head-to-heads, as, as you've pointed out, I mean, six six of the last seven have all gone under 2.5 as well. It's just... There's plenty... Yeah, Pal- Palace will do exactly what they've, they've been doing and play for that draw, so don't mind, don't mind that at all. I think if Brighton score first and Palace have to come out, then they can pick them apart. The longer it goes on with Palace doing what Palace will always try to do and um, keep it very tight and nil-nil... Um, then the more chance those low-scoring ones um, have of hitting. But yeah, um, okay, next up we've got Southampton against Brentford, where Southampton are the 2-1 to one home puppies here. Uh, the draw is 9-4, plus 2-25, and Brentford are 11-8, plus 137. But Southampton continue to pick up points. Um, home game here, um, can, they, can they get a win? Um, I don't think so. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, so, some some positives for them in there. I mean, a good point today that, that it took that before the game. But as you said, um, hugely held by a red card in the first half for Casemiro. And probably they'll feel a little bit unlucky that they weren't able to capitalise on that more and, and take the three points. Um, but they did beat Leicester last week. So, so that's, you know, they'll see that as two positive results. Uh, you know, a bit, bit of a boost for them in their relegation battle which they're well and truly in uh, another team where, where goals in the games are, are hard to come by the last four league games have seen 1-0-0 and 3-1-0 so just three goals across the four games Brentford took the first defeat in 13 league games at the weekend or, or maybe 13 games in all competitions but anyway they'd gone on a 12 game unbeaten streak um, Everton beat them 1-0 another game for the Unders and that's hit five of the last seven in Brentford games. And again, it's another one where you've only got to look back five weeks since the reverse leg. Uh, Brentford won that one 3-0 in the home game. Uh, so despite there being a few green sheets of green shoots of recovery for Southampton, um, I just had a look at the prices and I'm, I'm prepared to give Brentford another chance after backing them at Everton at the weekend and uh, not getting the win from that. They're available at 6-4 to four here. Uh, and I think that's a decent price against Southampton, who who still aren't very good. Um, six to four, I think, is a fair price. Uh, I, I'm taking Brentford to bounce back with a win here uh, at six to four. So Bar scores for Brentford second second week running. Uh, I haven't let them down. Serial uh, Southampton against Brentford. Yep, uh, I kind of I kind of in the same way. Uh, kind of lean toward Brentford on this one here. Did you know they played eight matches all time? 
Okay, you better see if you'll see over this head to head stuff, Baz. You've shown us on there. That's why EPL's for it, right? It's something we can't do with champions. We don't have a lot of history uh, behind matchups, but 4 2 and 2, Brentford lead the all time series. Uh, over one and a half has hit in every single one of those. So on all eight, over two and a half has hit in four out of eight. Both teams have scored in three out of those eight. Uh, and last two meetings, Brentford won three to zero. So I, I'm I'm with you on those those leans. I know you're probably going to say something about it, but draw no bad markets for the American friends here that don't like to lose on ties. Uh, possibility here with Brentford at minus one thirty-five. Uh, that's that's where I lean. A money line, I can you know, I'm okay with that too at plus one forty. Uh, and I kind of looked at a correct score here uh, with a one-one scoreline is plus four hundred as a super long shot. It is actually okay. one of the favorite score lines too. You want to get that parley on Brighton one, Palace one, and Southampton one, Brentford one. We go for the one-one parley on Wednesday night. We'd be rich. Um, Southampton picking up points. Um, they've got this a little bit of life in them. I thought they were absolutely dead and buried. Um, Brentford drew a rare blank at the weekend. They've been in great form. Had to come to an end at some point, but they were unlucky not to score. They played well. They made several chances. Um, I think both teams will go for it. Brentford have got nothing to lose here at all. They're in an elevated position in the league. They only know how to play one way, really. The manager will just have a pop. And I think Southampton, confident, picking up points, will look to capitalise. I think this is going to be an open game. I'll happily take the 1-1 because my pick here is going to be both teams to score um, at 4-5, minus 125. Okay, now we're going to hop into our time machine here. And we're going to head backwards from Wednesday to Tuesday, just to agitate Baz a little bit, uh, into the Champions League, where we've got the second leg of the games that were played a few weeks ago. Um, Tuesday is 8 o'clock kickoffs, 3 p.m. Eastern time between. First up, Manchester City and RB Leipzig. Manchester City are 2-5, to five, minus 250. The draw is 17-4, to four, plus 425. Leipzig are 13 to 2 plus 650, and we will hand this one off to Serial to take the lead. Serial, what you got? Uh, so, this would be, I would call it the rubber match between them because they've finished 1 1 and 1 in all three of these meetings so far. Um, last time, City had 62% possession. They had 12 shots, three on, four corners, zero cards. Uh, they had expected goals of 1.18. Uh, with Leipzig at 38 possessions, seven shots, four on, two corners, one card for our card friends here, uh, and the XG of 0.77. So both kind of did what they were, I guess, expected to do for goals. Uh, this time, City at home, where they have a pretty immaculate uh, home record. Uh, they're scoring 2.25 goals, uh, conceding 0.25 XG of 1.95 and an XG against of 0.9. Uh, Lipsig on the road, 50% win percentage, uh, 2.5 um, scored, 0.75 concede, XG of 2.11 and XG against of 0.95. Uh, City at home is 5 0 in the last five. Uh, clean sheet in three of those. Only one team has scored over two. That was Tottenham when they were 2 0 and a half. Uh, four, two, and zero in the last six. Overall scoring two plus in three of those. 
since the 1-1 tied with Leipzig uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Leipzig is 3-1 and won the last five away. Clean sheets in just two of those. Two-plus in all the others. Uh, all the other wins that they have had for those three. 3-1-2 uh, and two overall, last six. Scored in all six. Um, Skit City are scoring 2.1 goals a match at home. Leipzig is scoring uh, 2, point, uh, 2 goals a match away. City is conceding 0.6 at home. Leipzig is conceding 1 goal away. Uh, so this one was a little bit of toss-up here. I mean, the books are pricing it as if Leipzig won't score. Uh, but they're over two and a half is at minus one eighty. So I don't see how they can hit over two and a half if both don't score. Uh, both teams to score have hit in all three of these meetings so far. Over two and a half probably should have hit in all three of these meetings so far. <laughs> but on the books, it's uh, just two. So I mean, both teams to score was my lean here. If you like a little bit of plus money, uh, City plus both teams to score is plus one fifty five. Okay, so it's Man City and both teams to score for Serial. Um, yeah, I sided with the both teams to score. I'll just run off your handicap there. And mainly because it's, a, it's an eye test thing. I've watched Man City. Man City are always going to score. It looks more and more likely that Kevin De Bruyne is key for them, um, as we mentioned a little bit earlier. Leipzig are going okay. Um they do score goals. Recently in the league, they scored six at Schalke. They scored three at Wolfsburg. And Manchester City just look like they're sleepwalking into conceding at all times. Newcastle didn't score against them, but probably should have done. Uh, Palace didn't, but didn't try to. And even in the last eight minutes when they had a little go, they made some half chances. Um, so I'm still not really in on the Man City um, defence. So Manchester City will probably win. Um, they could win 2-1 or 3-1, but I think Leipzig can get a goal here. Both teams to score 4-5, minus 125, Buzz. Yeah, I mean, similar. I think I think Leipzig will play their part in this. Uh, I, I do think City will get the job done. Uh, there, you know, there are a few doubts creeping in with City in some of these games lately, but at home they are getting the job done in particular. And across the recent results, despite not playing great, it's four, four wins on the bounce since that first leg. Um I mean, we've we've discussed recently how um, how reliable the home form is for City. I've brought it up a few times in Premier League discussion. Um, won the last six, five of them by two or more. Scored seventeen goals in the last six. But Leipzig are a good side. They've scored forty nine goals in twenty four games this season in the league. I think City, as I say, will get the job done. Leipzig will play their part. Uh, I'm not sold on on the defence either, like you. You know they've kept three clean sheets in a row, but that come against Newcastle, who are struggling to score, Palace struggling to score, at a Championship side in Bristol, in the cup. Um, Leipzig are a better attacking proposition than any of those at the moment, so I'll take right, Le- Le- Leipzig to go on the score sheet. But I've gone a different way. I've gone with the over 3.5 goals. Mm. Um, it's hit three of the last six at home for Man City. Uh, it's hit four of the last eight at home. Uh, so it's hitting it almost one in two games all season, and you're getting plus money one plus one fifty six to four for over three and a half goals. Uh, that's a pick for me. Man City Leipzig over three point five goals at six to four plus one fifty. Okay, cheers, Baz. Uh, the second game on Tuesday is Porto against uh, Inter Milan. Um, Porto are thirteen to eight plus one sixty two. The draw is five to two plus two fifty. 
and Milan a 13 to 5 plus 160. Uh, the first leg finished 1 0 to Inter. Um, so, yeah, it's a close run thing, and the books are struggling to split them here uh, over 90 minutes on on Tuesday night. Porto second in their league. We mentioned last week when we were talking about um, Benfica and Sporting Lisbon that it's not the greatest league in the world. Um, looking through a form line, there's a 2 1 win away at Sporting Lisbon in there. We saw Sporting Lisbon draw 2 2 at Arsenal last week. And they're quite a well-balanced side, Porto, as well. They score goals, they defend okay. Um, Milan are second in Serie A. Um, best of the rest, really, because Napoli have, uh, are away and gone. Uh, they lost at Spezia on Friday night. They were a short-priced favourite, actually, uh, Inter, to win that. They got turned over on Friday. Um, and they have only won five of their 13 league games this season on the road. Um, they don't draw... They've drawn two games in 26 into Milan. So we can put a line through the draw. So if either of you two have got the draw, quickly scribble that out and find something else to bet on. Because that's not going to happen. Um, so no 1-1 for this game, huh? No 1-1 for this one, Serial. It's just not happening. Um, I thought, yeah, now the lines are very... Porto in Milan, we've just we've established it's not going to be a draw. Um, and the books can't split them. It's 162 to one to plus 160. Porto alive here... Um, I've gone to the market to qualify. Porto are five to two to qualify. So that means they have to win the game in 90 minutes by at least one and then find a way through, whether it's an extra time or penalty kicks or whatever. But I give Porto a chance here at home. Um, they're plus 255 to two to qualify from the tie. That's going to be my pick. Uh, Baz, what you got? Uh, that works for me, Malcolm. Uh, no need to go over most of the uh, stats again, really. Um, only one thing I did was I'd look for some cards markets because I like knockout cup games, close ties, where, where we might get some cards, time waste and all of that sort of stuff. I noticed uh, <laughs> Porto games recently been full of cards, red cards, in fact. Uh, there was a red card for Porto in the first leg. Um, in the three games since, Porto had two people sent off in the next league game. The game after that, Chavez had two sent off against Porto. Um, and this weekend, Estoril had one sent off in Porto. So that's uh, six red cards in Porto, mm-hmm. Porto's last uh, four games. Um, so potentially, cards might be something that I couldn't find any markets yet, but might be something to look at on the night. And again, we'll, we'll always get in the Discord chat with that sort of stuff. Um, I fancy Porto here. I think they're a good price. They're a strong side at home. They've not failed to score in 13 games. Um, I know the strength of opposition isn't always great in Portugal, but in Europe, they've beaten both Atletico Madrid and Leverkusen at home uh, in the in the group stages. And as I say, I'm just... Inter are a bit all over the place, really, form, form-wise. As you say, they are in second, but a long, long way behind. I think at 8-5, plus 160, I think Porto are, are, the, are, are a good price. So that's a pick for me. Porto to win the game in 90 minutes. Uh, at eight to five plus one sixty. Okay, so we've got two for Porto. So you really is it a team ride? <laughs> well, I mean, I can definitely see your guys' point on it. Uh, Porto at home, Inter away, uh, and Porto at home is is, is pretty good. Uh, two scored, point seven five concede, or have an expected goal of one point nine six, uh, expected against of one point two seven. Uh, Inter is kind of in that same same kind of boat where they perform just as equal away away at home. Uh, really, both these teams are defensively sound. Like, I mean, uh, that's I would probably say under two and a half to be different. 
Um, but Porto at home, I could I could definitely lean, but I think Inter's got the better team uh, where maybe they can pull out another late winner on it, but I did also have one-to-one. I know you have <laughs> one-to-one scoreline plus 400. It was another one I noticed there. So, um, wow. I mean, I felt, I felt it lean towards the unders. Uh, I, I took the under in the first leg. Um, I, I don't see it being a high-scoring game. So, so, you know, I don't... I don't mind the lean for the but yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm said it can't be a draw. So. It can't be a draw. We've ruled it out. We've Malcolm, put it... Malcolm says a lot of things. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, he said on the last podcast that he wants to look for comparisons to recent games. Well, I think we're going to get a lot of these for the uh, champions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, sometimes right, sometimes wrong. Always confident is the key. Uh, underdog fantasy. Uh, heating up ready for March Madness uh, College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action especially if your bracket is busted after day one uh, plus Underdog Fantasy has your favourite college basketball player props head over to underdogfantasy.com use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100 that's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN okay Wednesday night Champions League still 8 o'clock 3pm Eastern Time kickoffs. First up is Napoli against Eintracht Frankfurt. Napoli, 2-1 to one on, minus 200. Uh, the draw is at Berlin and Bertie, 100-30, plus 333. Uh, Frankfurt are 11-2, plus 550. Uh, Bazaar, Napoli, prohibitive favourites. Did you find something fancy for us? Yeah, not too prohibitive for me. I think Napoli... Um, I think they've done what they need to do, really, in the first leg. To be fair, 2 0 up from the first leg. A pretty standard score from Napoli. Four of their last five uh, games have all finished 2 0. Uh, the other game in there was a 1 0 defeat to Lazio. Um, and that's the only game they've failed to win in the last nine. Uh, they've also only conceded two goals in the last nine games. So, really, really good form. And as you say, t- 2 0s and, and, and 3 0s, it seems to be their, uh, their go to scores on a, on a weekly basis. Obviously, it's not necessary here with a 2-0 uh, lead, but I think they'll, they'll still be be strong in this one. Frankfurt with two draws and one loss since the first leg. Uh, both teams to score hit in all three of those. I think Napoli, as I say, have done what they need in the first leg, but they're strong defensively. Uh, I don't see any way back into it for Frankfurt. And I think Napoli don't really need to take any risks with the line-up here. They're 18 points clear in the league. I think they'll be strong. They'll be looking to keep the momentum up. Uh, and I think they can win comfortably again. I'm, I'm willing to take them on the Asian handicap here. It's minus one at four to five, so minus 125. I think they'll win the game. Hopefully they'll push on and win by two or more. And uh, yeah, that's the play for me. Uh, Napoli on the Asian handicap, minus one at four to five, minus 125. OK, so Baz takes Napoli to do it comfortably. Serial, do you agree? I do agree. I think it's going to be another one of those dominant games that Napoli does. I mean, the first leg, uh, they had 70, uh, 70% possession. They put up 18 shots, 10 on targets, and they had nine corners. Uh, two cards, no yellow, or no reds, and an XG of 2.87 compared to Frankfurt's at home. Uh, that was had an expected goal of 0.45. So um, they did not really have too much of a chance here to make it too competitive. And do you guys remember... What happened last time? That my long shot for this last time. You have to remind me. Do you remember? I did right, a scorer bet. 
Yeah, it was a score. And he missed a, a penalty, six. didn't he? Yes, yes. <laughs> it was, uh, what was his name? Kulavari. Funny enough, funny enough, he gets a mention later on in the show from me as well. So, uh, oh, is he coming back? <laughs> he's coming back, yeah. Uh, I can't pronounce his name now, but I've got it written down further in my notes. Uh, was it the Georgian George fella you're on about? Yes. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, been, he's been linked to Newcastle yeah, more than once recently. Hasn't he? he missed the penalty really early on as well in that game, didn't he? Kvaratskhelia. Kvaratskhelia. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Penn didn't he? And cost you a, a good few, uh, yeah. few pounds. Yeah, and uh, Colo, Colo isn't going to be playing this game, right? Because he got a red last one. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think they're going to score probably. <laughs> so um, Napoli and over one and a half goals minus one thirty-five. I have started out as one of my favorite bets. Um, I also don't mind the halftime full time. Uh, Napoli scored in 80% of the first halves of their games, 60% of the second half of their games. So maybe even do a, a both to score both halves at plus 125. Uh, but I think maybe a better way to approach that is the halftime full time, plus one time. That's a great bet. I don't. I used to like a halftime full time bet. We haven't thrown many of them out past, uh on the show. Might have to get back into that. Um, my pick here. I've shown a little bit of growth and development, Buzz, and I've uh, taken a bet that. Um, it's come from some of the American guests that we've had on the show um, which is to take Napoli on the money line and to tag on under four goals um, that just gives us more options I think because on the off chance Frankfurt do uh, get a lucky one then you've still got Napoli to win 2-1 um, but yeah they, if they don't then you've got Napoli all the way up to 3-0 and if Napoli get ahead 1-2 or two, they'll probably just ease off a little bit because the game's in the bank so yeah, Napoli on the money line and under four goals for me is a price of 11 to 8, which is plus 137. Yeah, I don't mind. All of those players, I'm, I'm, I just, they're so consistent at the moment, Napoli, um, in what they do, and it, and it feeds into everything we've gone for there. I think uh, that definitely one I'm pretty confident in this week. Okay, the final Champions League match, this was a really weird one to handicap, is Real Madrid against Liverpool. Real Madrid 5-4, to four, plus 125. The draw is three to one, and Liverpool are fifteen to eight, plus one eighty-seven. Yeah, this was hard to work out because Madrid are five to up from the first leg, um, going back to the Bernabeu. So, how do you see this one panning out, Serial? Well, we already know the mantra, right? Mantra right now is F pool. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Well done, you. Yeah. You can come again. <laughs> so. So uh, in the seven meetings, I think that's also the same mantra. In the seven meetings, these teams have faced. Got so many. Liverpool's won. You gonna tell none, me? none, none. Hey. Six, six one for uh, Madrid and, and zero losses. So they're also on that same thing. Uh, actually, the first game saw Pool have more possession of the ball. They had the same shots: nine, uh, five for Pool on target, six for Madrid on target, four corners for Pool. Three for Madrid, so you know again the corners people uh, each saw one card, uh, and expected goals were just completely not matching the story here on this one for Madrid. Their expected goals were one point six four, and they somehow put five on them. Uh, so you know F pool. I'm not even going to make it too complicated. Madrid money line, draw no bet. You can also do it minus one forty. Uh, the highest scoring half, second half. I also have down here as a start bet. Um, let me just find my stats here to back it up. Uh, Madrid scored 
40 uh, in the first half of their games, 40% of the first half of their games, 70 in the second half, Pools 60 80 uh, in the second half. Uh, Madrid average 1.5 scored in the second half. So uh, the highest scoring half being the second half probably would be my lean there. Okay, I love that. Um, pretty straightforward. Madrid to win it on the money line. I like that. Clean and simple. Um, Bas. <laughs> which, which of you have got a phone that keeps buzzing? Oh, that's probably. <laughs> it sounds like a fire engine. Yeah, uh, m- muted because if it's getting on my nerves, it's probably getting on anybody else who's listening. <laughs> if, if you could mute it, that would be that would be great. Um, <laughs> and you, you're right. I mean, everything leans Madrid, but it's a game, uh, as Malcolm says, really, really hard to to handicap because how does each team approach it in a game that looks dead and buried? I'm saying Liverpool won't give up on it, will they? they? They've pulled off miracles like this before. It wasn't that many years ago they overturned a three-goal deficit against Barcelona. Um, and they'll go and they will give it a go. And, you know, they showed in the first leg they're capable of, of, of getting goals. Um, but I just think I, I can see Madrid not needing to go for it and therefore possibly being quite a low-scoring affair. Madrid has struggled a little bit since the first leg. They drew with Atletico Madrid, uh, drew with Betis, lost to Barcelona in the Copa del Rey. They get back to winning ways yesterday with a 3-1 win over Espanyol. Um, Liverpool, obviously, really disappointing against Bournemouth after after the highs of the 7-0 the week before. I think you, you look at the, the books, that they all clearly think there's goals in this. And I'm not so sure. Real Madrid don't need to risk anything. And just because Liverpool need loads of goals doesn't mean they're going to get them. Real have been solid in the league, defensively. They've conceded only three in the last nine games. Uh, Liverpool have hit the unders five of the last six in the league. Um, and on the road, they're not scoring many goals at all. Liverpool, last four games away, they failed to score against Bournemouth, failed to score against Palace, scored twice against Newcastle, then they failed to score against Wolves. So they've been shut out three of the last four games away from home. Um, and there's no reason why Real Madrid can't keep them quiet here. Uh, under 2.5 goals for me looks to be a bit of a value play. It's plus 150, six to four. Um, and that's where I'm going. Well, Baz, I've got sour news for you, Jack, because I took the exact same bet under two and a half goals plus 150. Um, I did right here, I'm going to zag where everyone else is zigging, but if you're, you've zagged as well, then no one's zigged. Um, I'll tell you what's going to happen. I won't repeat everything you've just said. Real Madrid score first. It's 1-0 at half time and everybody just gives up because it's game over. So that's it. Easy. Uh, so under two and a half goals at plus 150. Next up, we're going to continue the Europa League second leg games. We handicapped two last week involving Man United and Arsenal. The second legs are on Thursday, uh, so we'll crack on into them. Um, first up are, are they both at eight o'clock? Let's have a look. No. Man United are early. Man United the tea time kick off. Get your crumpets out. Uh, 5.45 um, UK time. 12.45 Eastern time between Real Betis and Manchester United. Real Betis, 11-4, plus 2.75. The draws at 5-2, plus 2.50. And Manchester United are 18-19, minus 105. Man United, 4-1 up from the first leg. So it's a bit of a uh, lame duck, this one. And if you watch the game, well, we I watched most of it, and then we sort of live, we live um, 
broadcast parts of the second half when we were doing our show. But there was a definite gulf in class here between the two teams. And I think Betis are just kind of that second tier of Spanish team. They're up there, obviously, with Madrid, Barcelona, etc. Um, even things like the, the strike, Jose Perez was the centre-forward. Now, we know and love Jose Perez, ex-Newcastle striker, but he's not a top-class striker. He ran around a lot and I quite liked him. He's got lovely hair, but he's not going to make the difference. I think better still have a go here. And part of the handicap last week was that they do have a go. They do score some goals. I took both teams to score last week and cashed. Manchester United is still vulnerable at the back. I think they'll make some changes this time. We said that last week and they didn't. Um, it's a short price. This It's a little bit off the ladies' menu, but I'm going to take both teams to score again at 7-10. to 10, uh, It's going to be my play. Baz, what you got? Bet this Man United. Don't mind that at all. We both cashed this one last week. I took the handicap, um, which came in easy enough. Um, I mean, I think the, ga- the game's obviously done, isn't it? Man United 4-1 up. As you say, Betis Drew today 1-1 against Villarreal. That was six times in a row the both teams to score um, in Betis games. I expect Betis to give it a go and possibly get himself on the score sheet, so don't mind your both teams to score at all. I think Man United will be strong enough to get in on the action also, though, despite the fact they won't need to go and win it. I think they'll just chip away and, and, and get the goals. Um, so I'm happy to take the overs here. It's 10 to 11. Um, it's hit in the last... How many games for Man United? It's hit lots of times for Man United, let's see. I have a black... It's nil-nil today, Baz. I... Uh... I have a blank here. It says it's hit blank out of the last ten in Man United games. So that's that's terrible note writing for me because I've no yeah, mental, well no idea how many in the last ten games. It's Nothing hit. like tripping yourself up, as is that leaving the number out of your own notes. I know, and then exposing myself to everybody as being a bit of a numpty. But anyway, I'm assuming that number was quite a high number as a proportion of ten, uh, and therefore. <laughs> I'm going to look in a minute. Anyway, it's a shambles. 10 to 11. It's a fair price for me. Over 2.5 goals. Better for Man United at 10 to 11. <laughs> okay. Serial, have you got your. How many uh, you, out of 10 now? Have you got your numbers written down? Are you making it up like Buzz? Yeah. This is definitely a made up one. I don't know what to really expect here. As I've kind of mentioned before, I mean, they're up three in the aggregates. I mean, we probably expect a rotated team, right? But for Manchester, maybe Batiste as well. Um, still think Manu's good enough to win the game. Uh, so I went Manu under four and a half goals at plus 137. Uh, you see, that's the same bet as I took before. Uh, Manu, Manu went under 3.5. 3.5 was like 145, 150. Man, even under 4.5 is the play, Baz. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Yeah, excellent. Uh, One more game then uh, to round us off of the show. We've made good time. This is perfect, this boys. Good effort. Uh, Arsenal against Sporting Club of Lisbon. Um, Arsenal are 9 to 25, minus 277. The door is 15 to 4, plus 375. Lisbon are 13 to 2, plus 650. Baz, Arsenal, Lisbon. Yeah, this is another one where I've got a blank in my notes because Sporting were playing tonight when I was writing my notes ah, um, okay. and finished uh, quite recently. Uh, so I, I didn't have the score down, but I've just Googled that one, so I'm a bit more, a bit more prepared. Um, five league wins in a row for Arsenal now. Uh, they were ruthless today, I thought, against Fulham. Um, I thought Fulham might cause them a few problems, back to both teams to score in that one, but I thought Arsenal were really, really good. Um, 
1-1 from the first leg. As you say, Sporting have played tonight. 1-3-0 at home to Boa Vista. I mean, we mentioned before, hard to know what to make of a lot of the form in the, this Portuguese league. There is a bit of a gulf between some of the teams at the top and, and, and lower down. But um, I thought it was right to feed Arsenal in the first leg. I thought they'd actually make more changes than they did. I know the rest of Odegaard and Party and, and one or two in the defence. Um, I went under in that one in the end and lost. Um, that's six of the last seven have gone over now for Arsenal. And whilst I see them getting a result here, I think Sporting will make a fight of it. I think still think there's plenty of jeopardy here for Arsenal. They've only scored, only failed to score once in the last 13 games, um, Sporting. So I'm going to back them to get on the score sheet in a high score and a fair. The overs is a little bit short at 8 to 11, uh, but that's a pick for me here. Arsenal v Sporting over 2.5 goals at 8 to 11. Um, Arsenal Sporting for you, Serial? I, I kind of have the same idea in my head where it's going to be maybe some goals here. Uh, Arsenal 3-1-1, last five at home. Uh, they have scored in all five of those games. Two-plus haven't scored in three of those games. Uh, their clean sheet record in those five games, just one, which was against Everton. Uh, and opponents have scored two-plus in three of those five. Uh, overall, they are 5-1 and one in the last six. Uh, and two-plus haven't scored in five of those six. Uh, for them and a clean sheet in three of those six and two plus haven't scored in the other three uh, that were not zeros. So they're, they can be scored on. I think Lisbon, uh, according to their XG last game, because their XG was 2.21. I don't know, um, you know, to how they got that with 32% possession. So a lot of counters uh, is, is what my, I guess was, because I didn't really watch this game. Unfortunately, I was working. Um, but that's what the numbers look like. I think both teams to score, yes, and minus 105 uh, is a good play. Um, if you wanted to do some parlay, uh, I put Arsenal, Brentford, Drano back, Crystal Palace plus one, and MU Moneyline for plus 800. Okay, so both teams to score. And yeah. see, we'll throw in a few parlays out as well. Um, my pick was the same, Serial, both teams to score. Um, I enjoyed this game. My streak was good, wide open, 2-2. Uh, both teams looked vulnerable and scored from set pieces. Uh, they both look good for a, a goal or two. And as I saw the same again, yeah, um, Arsenal likely winners, as the odds would tell you. But both teams to score looks like for me um, at a price of 18 to 19, minus 105. Um, see, we've got Dean Izzy in the uh, chat asking about SF. Now, what does he mean by that? And is it something that's a family-friendly story? Uh, definitely, I would say probably not friendly story to put out there but uh he's definitely one of my buddies here we have a, a different discord for uh, we, i mean uh short for uh dnp is what we call ourselves we're, we're a nice little clique of friends there so i'm glad he came out to support it thank you dean izzy um but yeah i definitely don't want to talk about that on air <laughs> so dean is he's trying dean is he's trying to throw you under the bus there and uh Dean Izzy can uh, send us private messages. We're on Twitter, SGPN Premier. Uh, you can't yeah, sell us this stuff. Blackmail him, Dean Izzy. Blackmail him. Um, uh, Baz, anything um, yeah. Anything fancy you wanted to throw out? Good. Yeah. Scorer, uh, I've gone with Napoli. Game, Kvarach, Gelia at 2-1 to one to be an anytime scorer. He's a penalty taker for them, unless they've kicked him off because he 
missed in the first leg. He did score at the weekend. As I say, he missed the penalty in that first leg. Leading up to the first leg, he scored in three consecutive games as well. I think he's a good shout at 2-1, two to one, plus 200 for Farah Shkelia. It's easy for me to say. Uh, underdog play. This is purely a value play here. Um, my underdog is going to be Sporting, 8-1 to one to win in 90 minutes against Arsenal. They were good value for the draw in the first leg. I'm still not sure Arsenal would be too disappointed if they went out of this competition at this stage, given what else they've got going on in the season in terms of going for the league. Um, purely on the value, my um, underdog this week is is Sporting to beat Arsenal in 90 minutes. You can get 8-1 to one plus 800. You, you shop around, you get that price. There's a lot of noise going on somewhere. Some weird noises going on in the back of your <laughs> um, yeah, so, so my, my underdog Sporting, Sporting to beat Arsenal at eight to one. I've got a parlay as well, but if you want to chuck out any underdogs you've got, let me. But my dog was um, my pick from the Porto game, which is Porto to qualify. We've both gone Portuguese heavy bus. Porto to qualify up the tie at five to two, uh, five to two at plus two fifty. There was no goal scorer markets when I looked earlier on, so I fetched a yellow card um, market buzz. I'm which is in the Brighton versus Crystal Palace game, local derby. Um, there was a little bit of fisticuffs in the first game. Nathaniel Klein is a little bit old and slow, and he's going to be up against Matoma. Matoma is on form. One of the form players in the Premier League uh, is the Japanese man. And Nathaniel Klein is 15 to 4, plus 375 to get booked. Uh, he got booked on Saturday against Palace, so I'll take Klein. Um, my parley, both teams to score, treble. Uh, the Manchester City game, the Manchester United game, and the Arsenal game. So everyone to score in those is five to one. You've got a parlay, Baz. What? Which which games did he go for? Both teams to score. Man City, Man United, Arsenal. <laughs> I've picked the exact three games that you've picked. Uh, my parlay is over two point five in the same games. No, okay. Um, that's around plus four fifty nine to two. It's going to be a sickening yeah. for you when one Arsenal, of them finishes. Man, United, Man City. You need to avoid all of Serial's 1-1 draws that he's tipped up here, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, good <laughs> that's the problem. Keeps you in play. So, yeah, um, that's fine. That's the Arsenal Man U Man City games all to be uh, over 2.5 is the parlay at plus four. Excellent. And that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, has filled up our hour beautifully. He got us to the end of the show. Uh, I will firstly like to thank Serial for coming on. Uh, thank you, Serial. Well done, Serial. You were an absolute natural. Did you have fun? Yeah, not bad for an American, huh? Not bad. Um, you've disappointed me particularly because until tonight I had the best hair on the show. Uh, you've now turned up with the best hair on the show. Barry has been relegated into third place. I've had to put my hat on uh, your hair. So good cereal that uh, my hair just won't cut it anymore. So I'm sitting here in my bobble hat. Uh, Barry's sitting there looking like a pool ball as per usual. Um, what's the rest of your Sunday looking like cereal? Uh, well, I think there's just about NBA on tonight, so I think that's probably how it's going to end. Fair enough, fair. I mean, Baz, I've got to go to bed. Um, if I had time, I'd, I would tell you, I've been dog-sitting this weekend, um, and Baz will tell you, I, I hate dogs, like, actively, uh, can't stand them. So, um, if um, if we weren't beyond the hour, I would tell you about my trials and tribulations, dog-sitting for my sister. But as we finish this show... I've now got to get back into the van and go back to my sisters uh, to continue my dog sitting duties till the morning. So I'll tell you how horrific a time that was, possibly on Thursday. Um, Baz, anything we need to know before we get on? 
No, nothing from me. It's been good. Cheers for joining us, Serial. So always good to have another uh, another head in the game. Another voice, yeah. Especially um, having a stinking week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's see if three three heads can do better than two this week. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for getting involved in the YouTube comments. Uh, Dean Nizzy, thank you. Appreciate it. First time watcher. Uh, Captain Insano as well. Usual place. The Discord channel has been absolutely flames this weekend. There was some loads of goals. There were some yellow card bets that I missed. This is the stupid dog's fault um, that yeah. I was missing all the... Uh, you lot were picking up cards, sendings off. Right, it was brilliant. I put out a red card bet that came in. Uh, we got on the cards ladder in the same game which which came in and then um, Brian put out a 16 to 1 keep out to get a yellow card your play system play yep the um, system play close, close game 80 minutes 16 to 1 the keeper was and sure enough 99 minutes bang yellow card 99 yeah, minutes yeah there was some really good stuff um, wow so really, uh, you, you've got to get in the discord for all the uh, the bonus players all of that yeah um Get across the rest of the network as well because it's, I'm sure, pretty sure it's first half under starts this week as well, which is just absolute madness. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, good luck with your bets uh, between now and Thursday. We'll be back 8.30, 3.30 Eastern time on Thursday to have a, to check all these winners and have a look at the Prem. Um, so good luck with those. But until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>